Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. Good. How was your weekend? It was not bad. What'd you do? A little bit cooler today? Or yesterday, I guess? Well, yeah. Started yeah. on, I feel like on Saturday, it started getting nice. Well, it was yeah. rainy and crappy, but it was at least nice. it wasn't 100 degrees. I could use the rain, too. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was 100 every day. Not because I care about my lawn or anything, but no, I don't just, want to sound like that guy. Just like, feels like it cools things off a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we needed it. it yeah, was I feel like, you know, I don't know. Are we all dying here? Yeah, Is exactly. it ever going to rain? It, like, exactly. Let's, okay. You start to worry. It's like when you get sick and you're like, this time I might not get better. <laughs> right. I don't know. But my uh, air conditioner finally totally stopped. But luckily it was Saturday. Right. So it was like cooler, but it finally just you, completely you gave it. I got a hold of him. He's and? very, very nice. He's asking me to like, you know... Uh, diagnose it for him and i'm like yeah, I, yeah. I don't know like it does this and does this and he's like hmm well that doesn't make sense he's like, go outside and tell yeah, me there's hot air coming out. did he yeah and i was like uh it's also making these noises which seems like it shouldn't be making it? noises he asked me to send him a picture a long time ago so mm-hmm. i think i had already done that a while back but yeah he was just like hmm all right well we'll, we'll figure it out so I didn't have his number at first. He switched numbers. So I was I like, thought oh. I, I sent that to you. Did earlier. you? you yeah. me? Okay, because I, I said, didn't yo, text he him. changed numbers and I sent it to ah, you, but you didn't. I felt like a you fool. Didn't change it. Yeah. So I, t- I texted and sent this and my text to him just because it seems like, you know I, he says he listens and stuff. He yeah, just he seems does. like a nice guy. So even though you know it's not like we hang out or anything, he just seems like someone I feel comfortable talking sure. to. So on Saturday, I was like, well, I finally effed up, you know, and I'm just cussing and saying, that's a stupid son of a bitch thing. And then I get a text back like, this is not the right number. And I'm like, right. oh, damn it. God damn so it. That's why I texted you. I was worried, like, oh, what if we lost it? Because I sent what it to you uh, the day he changed it. Oh, okay. But, so that was months ago, or okay. a month ago, probably. So, okay, so I must have just seen that and thought, I'm and thought I'll number. change it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and your guys SK Lawn wrote me back too. They did, yeah. They're nice. like, yeah, we'll come out this week. All right, we can help you out. Nice. I was like, this is great news. Yep. 
You know, I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, Things are starting to work love out, that. right? We got the AC guy mm-hmm. on deck. We the got SK SK Long guys are great on deck because I know my neighbors are like, if they haven't already called the city, they're ready to. It's right. to the point where I thought like, but my neighbors that I'm really friendly with, I'm not too worried about. I mean, I feel bad for them for being such a lazy dick, but. Uh, the neighbor on the other side, the woman, you know, she's like an older woman who lives alone. Right. I feel like, you know, I should try and get on her good side. Maybe I should yeah. like, maybe I should. Do, do you buy her a pie and take it over and say, hey, I'm sorry my yard has been filled with flammable trash for the last two months, but I promise right. I'm, I'm getting ready to do something about it. I don't know if that's the right move or not. I know when she moved in, I never got her a, a gift. When I first got a house, that was like a thing. And I was like, I'm going to be that person because my neighbor brought over uh, at the time, my neighbor brought over like brownies or something. Hello, mm. you know I'm so oh, so nice neighbor. Nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, this is good. I'll try and be the nice neighbor. And I really made attempts at first, but then people just kept moving out of that house. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm done taking baked goods over there. I took the I took the last. <laughs> I would neighbor, say I'm the, friendly with two of my neighbors. I've just I really just got friendly the enough to where I you know I'll say hi. Hi. Left right. Yeah. Yeah. Look at your face in my house. Those people are super nice. The, man. So two people in the same house. Well, those two people, and then the people right across the street. Across the street. Oh, across yeah, the street. That's super right. nice I too. You like them too. Yeah. I've just got the two next door that i They've been there since I got. Like there, they just but. has nice stuff. Yeah. Like, and stuff that's neighborly that. Would never, ever, ever in my mind like I didn't even think that was an issue. Like, like, like um, their kid was back from college, right? Yeah. And so they have two cars, right? And they're in the garage. She owns some business, so she's working. You know, she like restores stuff. Okay. And so she's like, you know, we could clean out the garage if his car being parked in front of your house bothers you. And I'm like, I've never even thought about that. Like, oh, literally yeah, never thought people. about it. I'm like, and she's like, really? I'm like. Uh, as long as he doesn't block my car and he can park in my driveway, like right. you mean, you know, I don't care. It's not you something know? I concern myself with. Either. Right, no. like, you know. if, but they, I do get there are people in my like driveway, that, yeah. and that bothers me. But I'm like, he can park but, in my driveway, yeah, just can, not behind the black car. You can park in the street and all that. Yeah, when, yeah. when my parents moved when I was a kid to a nicer neighborhood, I remember they started getting letters from like the homeowners association that said you must. You know, there's no parking on the street, and you must yeah. get this. Basically, my brother's car was so ugly. That they didn't even want it in the driveway. They're like, it needs to be covered. I'm like, you can tell someone they have to they cover their car. It? it was very ugly, and it was a newer, nicer neighborhood, you know. And right. my parents were definitely the ones who didn't fit in in the neighborhood. So uh, I don't know what the exact rules were. I never took time to read the, the bylaws, but they told them that they absolutely couldn't park it on the street. And then, of course, it becomes who wrote that letter? I guarantee it was Jerry next. Or, you know, yeah, trying to figure right. out, I'm like, we don't know that, okay? You don't know who wrote the letter. So let's not start hating everybody just yet. We're yeah, not sure no. who did it. And it's not that I dislike it. You know, I just don't know him. Right. There's a lady down the street who walks her dog, and I say hi to her every morning. I just don't know her very well. But every morning we say hi to each other. Hi. Yep, I've got hi. those people, too. Recognize them. Yeah. It's like a nod. Seems a super nice. Know nothing you know? about them. Don't know their names. I forgot if to tell you. we're out playing you. baseball, you know, she'll always be like, man, you guys have been out playing baseball in that driveway for 12 years now. I'm like, yeah. She's like, look how big they've got. And, you know, yeah. just a little talk. friendly mm-hmm. chat. But she's been walking the dog in front of us playing wiffle ball for 12 years. You know, mm-hmm. and every day, twice a day, hi. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's but nice. I'm also like, nice I don't having know, those people I don't, around. I don't, I don't know yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't I'm know. sure she doesn't know mine. You know, probably don't know mine either. <laughs> Remember, I told you the people that lived next door just before this woman, um, they had the, the kid, uh, they had two kids. One was adopted. Remember, she uh, was celebrating an adoption day. Yes, and I I assume they were super religious. I got a a vibe that they were maybe IHOP, something like Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You can kind of tell sometimes just by – they were very nice, but just kind of the look and then just things that were going on around the house. The couple was an odd-looking couple, and then 
their story about where they'd come from and all this, and then they moved to Canada. Well, oh, anyway, I to Canada. Yeah, oh. they told me they were moving at some point, and she had like gotten my phone number. She she was a neighborhood watch type person. She said that she would see teenagers across the street doing drugs, which none of us, me or my other neighbors, have ever seen any of this happening. But she acted like it was going on every day, that she was calling police on these kids. I was like, okay, well, whatever. And she would come to me as if, like, wait till you hear this, you're going to be upset. I'm like, I don't care. I just would like to go mm-hmm. in my house without you stopping me every single time. You're nice people, but for God's sake. I'm so bad. I don't like the HOA or any of that right. stuff. Just, I'm not a part of this. Mm-hmm. But they moved. Well, then I forgot to tell you this. Like, maybe three weeks ago, I'm sitting at the house. Uh, Brooke was there and her sister was there and we're just sitting watching TV and there's a knock on the door and normally I don't answer the door because it's like you know someone trying to sell something pest control service whatever and I just don't want to get into a conversation but I could see multiple people shadows outside the door so it was mm-hmm. you know it looked like there were three or four people so I opened the door and it was my old neighbors and I was like hey and they go hey surprise and I was like hey and they're like How's it going? I was like, good. We just wanted to chat. What are you doing here? I thought you moved to Canada. We did. We just came back to visit. And I'm like, to, I'm thinking like to visit me. <laughs> right. who, who are you visiting? And at this point, I have no idea if I'm supposed to invite them, them in the house. Coffee. Right. Like I don't want them in the house right now. You know what I mean? I don't think this place is acceptable People to a, weird like a religious that, person. I mean, look, I like the kids, and I was happy to see yeah. the kid, and she was happy to see me, and that was sweet. But it's like, I don't know how long we're supposed to talk, and I don't want you coming in the house, and I am at this point going to turn you away. I stood out no. there for maybe 15 Good minutes, which you. felt like a long time. I was like, I got to go. I remember I was like, uh, I was in high school, maybe 15, something like that. Yeah. I'm sleeping in bed, and my mother comes and gets me. And, man, it's like 6.45 in the morning. Yeah. On a Saturday. And she's like, you have a visitor. And I'm like, what? what? And she's like, you have a visitor in my head. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, is this going to be... A bully from school? Well, yeah, I get scared no, of No, to me, yeah, kid. maybe. But then I was also like, you know... The cops. What I do, did I do something wrong? Exactly. You know, That's what I was doing. close to doing something wrong? Or I got to defend myself, right? Like, right. Someone's going to accuse me of something. Uh, right. Man. Did I do that thing? Like, yeah. you know, like, I mean... I probably did. I don't Right, remember, I'm pretty but, close. Yeah. If I didn't, they probably, you know... It's going to go to trial. <laughs> right. Yeah. They believe it. My parents probably believe them. Yeah. So, I'm going to need a lawyer who believes exactly. me. Uh, anyways, I go downstairs, and it's a girl and her father that lived in the neighborhood when they were like six. And we used to play together, and she wanted to visit me. No, wait. Like, how old were you at this point? 15. It was like nine years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm like. And by the way, it's also 6.45 in the morning. Like, And I'm like. So I talked to her for like five minutes. I was like, I got to go. My mom that was like, me, my mom found me like, don't awkward. you be rude. I'm like, what are we talking about? Your mom said that. I, I yeah. assumed your mom would be like, what did they want? No, what my mom was like, don't people? be rude. Like, I think she realized this is very awkward, but you're just going to have to get through this awkwardness because yeah. they whatever they think your relationship was is much more important than what you, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So that it was really weird. I was like, okay, I got to go. But. Man, that, that's... I'm trying to think of somewhere to go at 15, 645, right. it's tough. All I can think in my head is like, where could I have to go? Back to bed? Right. Uh, the restroom? Anything. Like but I think people think, baseball? you know, like that's what we say. You know, they have a, a recollection of your history with them different than what yours is. Yeah. To mine, she was just a kid who played next door. I didn't really, you know, one way or the other. I had no idea. Right, exactly. She moved. I didn't... But it must have been important I didn't write her. her. She thinks you're going to be so excited to see yeah, her. Yeah, like, you haven't seen me deal. in nine years. We were, yeah. you know, 
Winnie and whatever. I'm like, I don't yeah. remember it like that at all. Or maybe the dad thought that you guys were like yeah. that. And she's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, he'll be happy to see you. You never know for sure. But yeah, that's no. really, really awkward. I had a dad and his, it was his niece come knock on the door. Same thing. My mom's like, Reed, you've got visitors. So I go answer the door. Here's this guy. Uh, he lived across the street from me. And his niece who lived uh, down the street a ways. And he starts telling me, that uh, I've been picking on this girl. People on Twitter just asked me, did you bang <laughs> A little oh, young, right? Not at 15 and not at 6. Either well, not f- in any 15 one. maybe, but not no, at 6. I think they're yeah. asking then. At 15, I want to just take upstairs and bang her. <laughs> yeah, well, mom's hey, watching. Look, Dad, standing right here. I know why you guys are here. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and knock this out real quick. 6.45, I'm tired. I just did this a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was up so <laughs> So late. it's going to take, I, I say it's going to be quick, but it may take a minute. All right, so yeah. let's just go. yeah. But th- this guy. Plus, she's wearing Tebow, so that you know that's going to add minutes. Ugh. That's going to add minutes. Ugh. Yeah, that's maybe a, <laughs> a, a no go at that point. Mm-hmm. But this guy's telling me that I picked on his niece, and I'm like, dude, I don't talk to your niece. I mean, seriously, I would tell you, I I sort of knew who she was, but he's looking at me and he's going, "Next time you want to pick on someone, you pick on a boy your own size, or you pick on me." And I'm yeah. like. What is going on here? Right. I what don't do? know this. I didn't do anything. Yeah, right. No, I seriously didn't. This girl was really odd, like really, really odd. And I didn't talk to her. I wasn't friends with her. I knew her name from school. But the fact that this guy was at my door with her, and of course my parents are hey, watching this. When you're this, a kid and grown-ups yell at you, it is, is so good when it's not your parents. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's somebody else's parents yelling at you is, yeah. is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the girl especially for a white kid. We used to push down. Like a bunch of kids would push her down. I don't even remember why. Like I mean, it was in kindergarten, first grade. Like just I don't push even her know down why. over and over. She and Ron, we played, you know, like uh, dodgeball and stuff, and you know, and just push her down. She I don't remember know. it a little differently. Well, she did <laughs> yeah. because we ended up becoming friends in high school, and she was nice, and she was like, "I don't understand why you guys did that." And I'm like, "I don't either." Right? Like I really didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But um, her dad followed me home one day Oof. and just yeah. came inside my house and sat down with my. They were both there, oh, his dad and my dad. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, and he was like, you know, you like pushing my daughter down? I'm like, not really. I don't know what's happening. Like, yeah. I don't do it. All, I know kids do it. I Have I partaken in this <laughs> right. weird behavior? God, that and sucks. Ritualistic behavior. Totally cool guy, man. He was nice about it? Unbelievably. <laughs> like, you know, hey, I'm here. I got to protect my daughter. I know you're not the only one who does it, but I saw you. I do it too. She had mentioned you. <laughs> I pushed her, but only I can push her. You know, he was like, she had mentioned you by name because she thought you guys were friends. Because I was also kind of nice to her. It was just a weird thing. I like kids' stuff it's that a you weird don't. ritual that you guys did like every recess. Yeah, but no, kids do like on the way home. I don't know. I don't really remember. You right. know, like it was. I don't know. Like if I could go back and like take the. The people, there was girls who did it too. Like, if I could go back and ask those people, like, why do we do that? I'm sure everybody would be like, I have no idea. Yeah. Somehow it just Something happened. we all started doing. Yeah. Well, and I don't know why. But then he just said, you know, basically told my dad, you know, hey, if I see him do it again, my dad was like, yeah, every whoop his ass, push him down, beat his ass. Launch. And then when he comes home, I'm going to beat his ass again. And they're both laughing. Like, they're getting along. I'm like, okay. okay. But you, so when he left, your dad was my dad was cool like, hey, no, I mean, yeah, okay. to a degree, he was like, you know, I don't know what you're doing, I don't, you know, but basically you're six, you know, what I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, you were, you're an young. idiot. We're not doing that anymore. And gave me, you know, you treat women with respect. You never lay your hand on a woman. You know, you want to pick on somebody, pick on a man your own yeah. size or me. Yeah, that old right. 
talk. But when you're six, you're right. Six, seven, maybe. She yeah. might remember it as total bullying and being harassed, and maybe in her eyes it was. But it doesn't mean that the bulliers necessarily saw it that way or that they changed their way of, you know, their memories over time. To no, do I only know I that we were cool were afterwards because I was at a party when I was like 17 and she was laying in a bedroom crying like a boyfriend and broken up with her maybe pushed her i'm being honest like i'm like God, this stuff never ends I she's just so pushable that's <laughs> the problem <laughs> right. i just you know i just sat down next to her and was like hey and i remember telling her like yeah you know whatever i remember put you remember that and she was like yeah we talked about it i was like why did we do that and she's like i don't know and she started laughing we didn't nothing happened and i was yeah. like oh, you know and she felt better and got in her car and went home that's i was nice. like what a weird thing man yeah i don't understand why we pushed you down nope and but then i'd see your dad all the time live in my neighborhood cool guy play football with me as i got older it'd be like hey even though i never saw his daughter again yeah you know whatever man whatever and, and handled it being a kid like the next sucks. day at school people were like we're gonna push her down. i'm like don't push her down leave yeah. her alone yeah and that was it no and like once one kid said it Everybody's like, ah, who cares? Right, of course. Because now someone's taking the high <laughs> right. road, and you're like, well, yeah, I'd rather take the high road, too. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> right. Because we're all followers when we're kids. Right. Mm-hmm. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? All right, coming up, we got to talk about the Spanish soccer coach uh, drama. Are you guys aware of it at right. all? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of figured you guys yeah, would a be, but... Yeah. A little kiss. Yeah. A little kiss. A little kiss. Hey, congratulations. What what did he say? It's uh he's a, a victim of fake feminism. Is that I think that's what I didn't he hear said. that, but yeah, I saw yeah. the story for yeah. sure. So I I do want to get your take on that and we'll talk about it. But first, real quick here, I have this is from a news outlet. This is a story, a news story. Okay. So don't tell me that this isn't real. I'm not this isn't like a post on Reddit. This is a news story. It says couple desperate for baby, having sex wrong way for four years. Oh, yeah, Life I saw still a virgin. that headline and was like, okay, I'm not... What? The devastated I'm couple... I'm not going to watch, because I'm guessing today, I, I mean, in another orifice? The devastated couple could not understand why they could not get pregnant and were stunned when their doctors told them the actual reason. A married couple desperate to have a baby... By the way, this guy's a genius. ...has knew, been told yeah. they've been having sex the wrong way... He's like, I'm a virgin. He's like, it's okay. ...for four years. And then just tells her, this is, this is how you do it. Exactly. She's oh, like, well, what do God. I do with this? He's like, that's just for peeing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, they, which, this is how you do that. Yep, which is why they failed to conceive. <laughs> so smart. The pair um, Love this guy. are not being named. A you know, genius. Trying to protect their anonymity, but they're 26 and 24. They sought out professional advice after having uh, uh, no luck getting pregnant, despite having intercourse regularly. Uh, but alarm bells rang when medics discovered the wife was still a virgin. She then admitted to the doctors that sex was usually painful for her almost every time. Mm. This OBGYN I mean, said, <laughs> the OBGYN said the couple were very young. The man, 26, mm. the woman, 24. Mm. They were very healthy, but despite being married for four years, could not conceive. Their family was giving them a lot of stress because of it. Uh, she added, while asking about the wife's medical history during the visit, the doctor was told that the couple had sex regularly. The wife also revealed that the, the experience was unusually painful for her almost every time, but she suffered through it in hopes of becoming pregnant. The woman's symptoms led the doctor to believe that she may have had some sort of gynecological disease. The doctor said she was shocked when an examination revealed the wife was still a virgin. Mm. According to this uh, newspaper, they said, uh, experience led her to inspect the woman's anus. It was then that the medic is said to have My learned too, that the, the couple had been mistakenly having anal sex for four years. There no res- mistake about that. Resulting in the failure to conceive. Mm. The doctor reportedly handed the couple, uh, they're from this uh, 
province in China that I've never heard of, each a sex education handbook. Mm -hmm. She also gave them guidelines before they were sent home. The advice appeared to work as news of the wife's pregnancy arrived just a few months later. They reportedly informed the now-retired doctor that they were finally expected by sending 100 eggs and a live hen as a gift to the former hospital. Wait, what? That's what you do. Okay, that's a you know, gift? If you're nice, yeah, it's like taking Say your neighbor again? a pot. What did they send them? 100 eggs. 100 eggs and a live hen as a gift. That's nice of them. It's nice of them to the hospital that's to say, thank you for all your help. That's a good gift. Okay. It's like okay. candlesticks. Okay. Yes. It's uh, China, man. Uh, the doctor said four years of marriage weird stuff like that. and neither the husband nor wife knew how to get pregnant. Couples so lacking in general knowledge are very rare, the doctor said. Like but China, it's not, not rural a, Kansas, rural Missouri. Like, what'd you give the doctor? Like a hundred chickens and two eggs. Like, of course, man. Yeah, I could absolutely I sent them in a box. That. Like, okay. Yeah, I sent them a whole half a cow, frozen and everything, ready to go. What the hospital going to do with that? What do you mean, what are they going to do with it? They're going to... Yeah, the same thing everybody does with it. Make you know, a- eat eggs. chickens and eggs. Yeah, they're going to have... Hey. They're, they're going to have eggs, fresh eggs, every day, Man, right? What wouldn't you do with it? Uh, the doctor said it is not uncommon for people to lack or have misconceptions regarding sexual knowledge. So yeah. there you go. If I mean, look, if you say there's no way this is true, it has to be. Well, there's like 7 billion people on this planet. Somewhere, there had to be a couple having sex I'm not surprised that they, they didn't have an anal baby like you tried to convince me that one time we lived together. I, I, it's obviously not an easy thing to do, and they probably well, they tried for four enough. years. Yeah, well, you know, it's not something that uh, everyone can do. Just like not everyone can get pregnant. You know, sometimes there's difficulties, but uh, apparently this didn't work. Look, I, I, I believe it's possible this is real just because it is a numbers game, and someone could be totally uneducated about sex and how sex works. Sure. And I don't know what sex education is like. I don't even know if they went to public school. They right. I don't know. Let me ask you this. But the dude knew, right? He knew. The dude knew, right? He Are we all knew. on board with this? He knew. Twitch, the dude knew, right? The guy knows? Maybe you could tell me the first time he didn't know, but four years, he knew. He had to know. Doesn't she talk to her friends about like what's going oh, on? She could just say, but she may not be saying. She'd just be like, you know, it's painful and right, blah, 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 blah. But doesn't she menstruate? Wouldn't that be some clue, too, that this is... You know, the baby parts? I I, I I don't know. Did she think that, the, that that's where he was and just was mistaken? I don't know. But the point is... Yeah, I mean, a, that happens. It's a crazy story. That definitely happens, All right? the damn time. <laughs> that definitely happens, especially, you know, when you're young and you don't know a lot about yeah. sex. Yeah, can when e- you're old. I can easily you do. I mean, that was my very first experience, really, and I was... Yeah, with Big Russ? A little embarrassed. Not with Big Russ. <laughs> Nothing happened with Big Russ. Okay. <laughs> Nothing happened with Big Russ. Okay, mm-hmm. you two. Were you guys surprised that you... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Okay, so, Lazo, you've heard about this. Uh, There's a scandal going on in women's soccer. Yeah. And it's not about the Americans and not living up to expectations this year. This is about Spain and the head of the Spanish Football Federation. So it, a lot of people, I'm sure, by now have seen pictures or the video of the incident snow cone. It sounds like you have not. No. But Spain wins the game, right? Yeah. They're okay. celebrating, and this guy... Uh, who's the head of the Spanish Football Federation or whatever. His name's Louis. He is congratulating the players, right? These girls. And there is a girl named Jennifer Hermoso that comes up. He gives her a big, like, hug, you know, kind of kiss on the cheek. And then Snow Cone, he does the thing that we've all done to each other in this room before, right? Grabs her by the head, you know, looks at her face like this as he's smiling, and then kisses her on the lips. Like, congratulations, right? Mm -hmm. And people are outraged. The girls uh, on the team, women, said this is completely unacceptable. They're calling it the Spanish soccer Me Too. They demanded that he resign. Uh, If he doesn't resign, they are all going to not play. Yep, they're all saying, well, we're going to boycott and we're not going to play. And he was expected to resign, actually. Everyone thought, well, it looks like this is over because the prime minister had said this is not great behavior. Some other important people had said this is an acceptable behavior. And they uh, got this speech ready, this press conference, and he showed up. Everyone's thinking he's going to say, all right, I apologize and I'm stepping down. But instead he says, I'm not stepping down. Mm -mm. This is ridiculous. This was consensual. She's full of it, basically, and called himself the victim, a victim mm-hmm. of false, false feminism, he mm-hmm. said. So um, I don't know that he has a whole lot of defenders. Remember, it was just a few months ago in Italy that Twitter was aghast at that court ruling that said, it's not groping unless you touch them for, how long was it, Snow Cone? 15 seconds or yeah, whatever? Like, it was like a pretty long time. That basically, you can grope someone or whatever, as long as it's not longer than 15 seconds, then, it, then it's just a friendly, you know, just a friendly grab. So I guess in Italy, the reaction to this might have been a little different. I don't know. But in Spain, they are very upset. This morning, Spain's soccer chief suspended for 90 days. Over this moment, Luis Rubiales kissing Spain's star Jenny Hermoso on the lips after her team's World Cup victory, an act she says was unwanted and immediately sparked widespread calls for his resignation. Rubiales, defiant, refusing to step down. No voy a dimitir. Saying repeatedly, I'm not going to resign. Spain's soccer federation standing by its embattled chief, even threatening legal action against Hermoso, accusing her of lying over the incident. But now, nearly all of Spain's World Cup winning coaches and players resigning or refusing to play Mm. until Rubiales is gone. Wow, so this is like, you know... Right, that big, counts right? as solidarity, right? If everybody is saying we're resigning or boycotting yeah. until this guy is gone. Now, there's more to it than just the kiss. The kiss seems to be the big issue, but also before the kiss, 
Um, he was celebrating the team's win. Apparently there was like a 16-year-old princess of some sort. I don't know how Spain works, but there was a girl there who was, uh, I think they said 16. And Rubiales is celebrating, and they called it an odd celebration, but he celebrated by like grabbing his crotch, like a Michael Jackson sort of thing. Oh, I right? got it. Grabbed his crotch. So they thought that was inappropriate, too. It seems in most of the articles that I've seen about this that that is also part of what they're upset about, but it's mainly the kiss. Yeah, so grabbing I, your crotch is all right. You can grab your own crotch. I would think you could grab your own crotch, road, right? too. Groping is wrong, are we? I can still grab my own crotch. Grab your own crotch. Is there, you know, is it ideal if there's a 16 year old girl next to you? Well, you know, maybe don't direct it at her and go, "Hey, baby, that would be inappropriate." I can see, but in a moment of celebration and excitement, and you just go, you know, woo, whatever. The Michael Jackson. She's a princess. Yeah, I think they said she was a princess of some sort, but that seemed to be part of what they were uh, upset of or why they were upset about him grabbing his crotch. But the main thing here is this kiss. Now, what are you doing? The kiss, he I'm needs deodorant. Putting on deodorant on. Yeah, he's needed it since Friday. Jesus so, Christ. So, uh, be honest, Laszlo. Don't hold back. Yeah. Honest. You saw the video. You saw him hug her. He's celebrating, and he grabs her by the cheeks and looks at her and goes, mwah. Like that, and as uh, you know, you did great. Yeah. Are you surprised by the pushback? Yes. I am very surprised. Like I get it. People said that's inappropriate. You know, I can't argue that it's not because he did kiss a woman against her will, but it it didn't seem like when I saw it, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a sexual thing. I mean, hard for me to say that, but it reminded me more of like what you're saying, like a Sopranos thing, exactly. Right. Like what, we my, won this. And I would think, like, if you told me they do that to everybody in Spain, I'd be like, of course. Like, I don't know. Never been there, but it feels like that. Exactly. Right? It feels like European. Tony Soprano, like, Mwah, to yeah. a guy or a girl. I love you. Mwah. Yeah. Look at that. That's what it looked like to me. I certainly, like, if she was upset by it, she has every right to be upset by it and to cause a problem. I guess where I was like that, there was nobody <laughs> on that team. I know. Like, man, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, right. nobody, so maybe like, they the don't whole like team. The guy. I, I, that's what I Or maybe it just, you know, they, you know they the decided. world's different now, but it just felt Enough to me out. like a, like a victory kiss. Yes. Not like, uh, like he's being, you know, I don't know what that is, you know. I didn't feel like there was any sexual connotation to it. Didn't look sexual to me, but that's not for me to decide. Obviously, sitting mm-hmm. five thousand miles away watching it on TV. But my brother has done that. I think very Tony Soprano inspired. You know, yeah, right. he's trying to be a little funny, but he's like, "Love you, brother," and then kisses me. On the yeah, head, my grabs, mother does that. Grabs to me. me by the cheeks, and then you my know, mother does it all the time because I'll do that hug and go to give her a kiss on top of that, and she's like, nyah, nyah, yeah, get over here. Right. That's what it looked like to me. Right. And I definitely have had friends where we've done that. You know, it's it's we're kind of joking around, but it's, you know, you know what it is as soon as you grab them on the face, you're like, oh, you're about to kiss me, and then, Mwah! and then you kiss them on the lips. Uh, so I was surprised, especially because it's Europe. I really thought, if you yeah. showed me that and said, do you think people would be mad? I'd say, well... I wouldn't think so, and especially not in Europe. I, I don't know why I'm thinking that. It just right. seems like maybe they're Well, a it's a double kiss kissy. on the cheek. We've right. all seen. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I, I don't right. know I don't that know. to be true, but you know, in movies, they do that. So. Yeah, exactly. And it feels like, and like high class people seem to yeah. be more apt to, I see Hollywood celebrities, you know, when they are greeting one another, and they'll go on, oh, they give each other the little, yeah, mwah, mwah. Good, you just, 
Right. Slap them on the face a little bit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, we've all seen it. It's like, uh, you know, I guess it is old-fashioned. And did he but... think he was closer to her than he was? You know what I mean? Like, did he think they were friends he and they weren't? Have. You know, he I have no idea. He must have. Because, the, you know, he... Was he drunk? I have no idea. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know you know, I don't know. I mean, was he celebrating you know, just because they were celebrating because they won? I think there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I but... just If it had happened in America and it was a male coach with a female player, again, unless someone told me it was a problem and I just saw that, wouldn't have thought of it again. If I saw that they were all celebrating the coach was going, ah, and then ah, kissed him on the lips like that, I, it would not be a thing that I would think about longer than it happening. And then it's right. over, and that's it. And I think, yeah, they all get along. They're friends, whatever. And maybe, so maybe that's it. Maybe part of this is that they don't get along. A lot of women that were... I mean, I don't know said, that to, true, to be true. This is what, a huge what, problem. What, 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 what if... Uh, what if Andy Reid, at the end of the Super Bowl... Right. Walked up to Mahomes and went. Right. I, I feel like, like I can see it happening. Me too. Don't know and grabbed has. him and Mahomes like get away from me, you weirdo. Like right. we wouldn't. I don't think we would think sexual this assault. is sexual assault. Right. Like I just wouldn't. I don't think we would. Right. But then what if Mahomes said Andy Reid sexually assaulted me at the end of the Super Bowl? Then I think that's where the discussion it's would up be. To him, right? right. It's up to the and certainly I've had you know people come up. I know you have too. Where you've had somebody come up and kiss you that you didn't ask for, that you weren't really wanting, right? And you do think, like, what is wrong with you? You know, why did you do that? But, right. but I'm also not a woman, so I don't know, you know, it, it's, I'm sure it's different. You've been dealing it. with this for years, and you have to deal with it all the time. For I us, it. it happens rarely, and it's, you know, you're just like, why would that girl do Here's that? Here's what I do believe. I don't know if he did anything illegal. I don't even know if he did anything that weird, but this is what I do know. She has every right not to play because she didn't like it. And that team has every right to follow her and say, we're not going to play again. They have every right to do that. And when you do that, even if he thinks he's not wrong, it's too bad. You got to step down, man. It's too bad. You, you got to step down, right? You've lost. Like it is what it is. Like it's you not can just for say, you hey, decide. and you can even say, I don't even care about his press conference. Like if yeah. he went out there and said, I don't think I did anything wrong. Yeah. I really don't. I think this is, and he can even say, I think this is a gross misuse of feminism. Yeah. He could say all that too. But. At the end of the day, if the soccer team isn't going to play because of me, then I need to get out of the way. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't agree with any of this nonsense, but congratulations, go find a new guy. I mean, you still, it's a team. You got to get out of the way. It's not like, I mean, I get it. It's it's work, but, you know, maybe you wouldn't do it for work, but you're still in charge of a team here. Right. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you know... in a sports setting, you know, you put the team first, and they're not going to play, man. They're, they're that So upset. you got to go. And every... Right? every I mean, uh, at work, you could be like, hey, you're not... They, they can all quit. You're not falsely firing me, right? And I understand this is his job, too, but it's more like, you know, you're a coach. You're in charge of a, of a sports athletic team. Yeah. If they're not going to play, you got to go. Yeah. And if they all say this is a problem, it is abuse. We don't like it. We never have. Right. We've been complaining about this sort of thing for years, which is a lot of the quotes that I've been seeing. Then ultimately, it's for them to decide. They get to decide whether or not they felt. Now, I know that there are limits to that, right? You know, just like we talk about with hurt feelings all the time. But when it comes to physically touching someone, kissing someone, right. if they felt gotta, you know, uncomfortable and inappropriate, now then that's you know, the you're thing. In trouble. You can't do that anymore. No, and you, know, you just can't. And you can't. I don't think you can do it to guys. No, maybe. Like you I don't think if we got number one ratings out of the blue, I don't think I could just grab snow cone and give him a kiss. Like right. I'm being honest, I don't. Right, not anymore. Now I think we could. Well, I don't think he would be upset. I think if he said he was upset, I'd be done. That's it. That's right? it. I agree. Yes. And I think that there we could be plenty of instances it. where a coach could kiss a player and they're not going to be upset. But the point is, if they are. Now, wasn't that long ago I would walk around here 
uh, as the boss and, you know, slap guys and girls on the ass. Yep. Like in football and be like, good game, baby. Yep. All and the keep time. going. And the only complaint I ever got was Jeremy who said, you never slap my ass. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. I didn't know how you'd take that. Right. You know what I mean? Woman, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. And then so, you know, she was like, well, you better start slapping my ass. I do all the work around here. I'm like, okay, then good game. Right. But, you know, wasn't that long ago? No. And now you we, couldn't do I couldn't even think about it. We did it at my old job. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I've always done that. But there's Bam, lots good of game, things. Kid, that, good game. Lots of things that probably need to go away, and that's fine. And just because it didn't make us uncomfortable doesn't mean it wasn't making someone else uncomfortable. But just seeing that kiss, when I saw it for the first time this week, and I was like, wow. Oof. I can't, you know, part right. of me wants to defend the guy and say, oh, come on. Come on. They were celebrating. People do that. Right. But then I thought, if they're all upset by it, it's not up to him, and it's not uh, definitely not up to us as a, right. as a public. So yeah, he's got to go, and I think you got to stop kissing people. Let that be a lesson to you. Yeah, you, you got to stop just people. grabbing people and kissing them, thinking it's cute or funny yeah, or whatever. Just stop kissing all together. Just stop. Your just whole stop life now. should be treated like you're just, it's just you and a hooker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No kissing. No kissing. No kissing. No girlfriend experiences. No ever, ki- look, ever. No kissing. I save that for the people I love. The church. The church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, what's going on, kid? Let's doom doom scroll, scroll, huh? Do this. Yeah. So Trump and Georgia, today was a big day because they were supposed to uh, lay out their case against Trump. And we know last week Trump went in, got his, uh, oh, thank you, Snowcon. Went in and uh, got his mug shot there Good picture. Did he give you some deodorant? And uh, no, he gave me some ibuprofen. And uh, he also listed his height and weight as six uh, three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, which some people thought was maybe a little ridiculous. I don't um, think he weighs two hundred fifteen pounds. I'm six three, like two twenty five, probably. Okay, that dude's bigger. Well, maybe he does then. Uh, <laughs> well, shut up. Well, he. Um, <laughs> He got weighed when he was in office, right? They, they had the... Uh, they didn't release all his medical records, if I remember. Wasn't that a, like a problem with that or right. some sort of issue? That's right. Yeah, but that I... weird doctor he had. I did see that uh, odds makers have been taking bets on his weight. So the over-under is 273.5 pounds. 70, 77% of gamblers have taken the over. This says in 2020, the White House physician Sean P. Conley listed Trump as being six foot three and weighing 244 pounds. So if that was accurate, then he's uh, lost 29 pounds since he left office, which, you know, could be. The thing is, I, I, I know that he's known to exaggerate, to lie about things. He does look fairly tall. So I would believe that he's 6'3". Me too. Um, you know, maybe he's 6'2", but I believe he's 6'3". He's uh, no, it's hard to, you know. When you're that tall, you start weighing a lot. I mean, I'm 6'2". Mm-hmm. I'm almost 200 pounds. I'm about 198 pounds, something like that, you know, hovering just just at it, just below it. I might be right at about 200 pounds right now. Now, my driver's license, I think, says that I weigh about 170 pounds, something like that. And that probably is always my goal. Oh, I need to get back down to that. But it will also probably never happen. But at 6'2", if you just think about what I look like and then figure that's 200 pounds, Trump looks quite a bit bigger than me, I think, you know. He but does. My perception you know, could be off. It's interesting when you look at him. There are pictures of him when he was president mm-hmm. where you're like, he looks pretty good. You know what I mean? For his age, he's wearing a suit. And 
I think, you know, like now that he's he not president, I'm like, you know, and also stylists and those suit being those suits being measured perfectly for your body. And then all of a sudden he's out playing golf with a shirt tucked in and a pair of Dockers. You know what I mean? That's a big deal, man. People, you know, having people custom do your clothes can make a giant difference on how you look. Yeah. Because, you know, especially if he's a bigger guy, he is. He's like, I just got to buy a bigger T-shirt, right? And, you know, a, a, a stylist would be like, don't do that. Buy this color shirt and, you know, wear it this way. Because there are times when he's standing there. You're like, man, it looks pretty good. He's got like a blue suit on and a red tie. You're like, it looks pretty good for his age. He doesn't look like. Then a there's other times where he's out on the golf course just by himself. And you're like, Jesus, dude. yeah. Where you can see that he's kind yeah. of kind of bigger. You know, he's also six three. So but I don't know if he's gotten bigger. If he's just not wearing, you know, fitted clothes that a stylist helped him out with. Yeah, I mean, but you, what I'm saying is, you can tell that he's he's not like real skinny. He's not. No, no, no. no. I just don't know if he's buff. bigger than when he was president or not. He could have weighed this when he was president. Yeah, well, I, w- I mean, to me, it looks like he does. Now, he's saying that he's lost or implying that he's lost 30 pounds since he left office, which it certainly doesn't look like. But 215 pounds seems a little low. But that's the least of his worries, right? I don't think that they're going to try and get him for uh, perjury for lying about his weight. I don't think that that's even an issue. But what they are going to try and do is get him in trouble for election interference in the state of Georgia. Now, his old uh, buddy there, Mark Meadows, Mark Meadows wants this to be a federal case. I'm assuming he wants to make it a federal case because he feels like he'd have better odds. And also, if it's a federal case, you guys pointed out, if Trump gets elected, he could pardon him, right? Or I guess even if a different Republican got elected, maybe he could pardon Mark Meadows if it were a federal case. But with this being a state case, if they get in trouble, even if Trump becomes president, can't pardon those guys, can't pardon himself. So the state of Georgia has said, all right, we are setting a trial date and we are going to lay this thing out. This morning, all eyes are on a federal courthouse in downtown Atlanta, where after more than two years of investigating, Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis is expected to lay out some of her case against former President Trump and his 18 co-defendants, all charged with trying to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. The defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering Enterprise. Today's hearing centers around Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and his push to move his case to federal court. But the DA has subpoenaed key witnesses, including Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, <coughs> who was on the receiving end of that now infamous phone call from then President Trump. That's, of course, the phone call okay. where Trump says, All we got to do is find 11,800 and whatever yeah. many votes he said. Well, I think he said, You votes. find me the votes and we won the uh, state. we'll take care of the rest, right? Yeah, we won the state. So we just need to find these votes and that guy did not seem very sympathetic to trump and i always was under the impression that he was the one who released that yeah, audio too, like, yeah. to the media he's so, recording it for a reason right and now he's going to be a witness well, that's to save his own ass or because he didn't like trump who knows but yeah. whatever reason he recorded it so that judge that we've heard about uh fulton county superior court judge scott McAfee, he has set a date for former president donald trump and his 18 co-defendants to be arraigned on charges it will be, uh, let's see, the plea hearings and arraignments for the 19 defend- defendants are scheduled for September 6th, starting at 9.30 a.m. So, I mean, it's the end of August now, so we're really just about a week away before this arraignment for all of them. So it's happening. It looks like, you know, it's happening fairly quickly. I still think, man, if they let that those cameras in there and we're shooting it out. Yep. I mean, I, I think we should. That's the judge you, know, hey, you, you, you said And we could. should. He said we they should could videotape it. We should do it, but man, especially with conspiracy theorists and everything else. The, yeah, I want to see all the facts, and we're allowed to see it. And it is a former president, and it is about 
all of us. But, you know, if he said no, I would be upset about it, but I would understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd be Agreed. like, okay, he's saying, like, no. This Don't want could this cause, to be a circus. Not only not a circus, this could be a detriment to the American people. Yeah. Like, we could cause major problems. Civil unrest. Right. For and sure. I, for the safety, I'm going to go ahead and say no, but, you know. I'm also a big believer, and you get to see it. Yep. You get to see it. You're, you are, right, an American citizen. Watch it. The court TV has got to be stoked. Sounds like we're going to see it. Yeah, on Law and Crime. Well, I mean, the networks. I'm sure yeah. they'll be showing yeah, just about all of it. Everywhere. Uh, Bob Barker made it just under 100 without going over. He was 99 years old and died peacefully in his home. This is one of those Mandela moments where Burke was like, oh, Bob Barker died? And I was like, no, he's been dead. Mm-hmm. And this has happened before. We talked about it. Like this has happened a year multiple ago. times where I thought Bob Barker yeah, was already dead. It. And so again, this weekend I was like, so now I know. I'm like, all right, I'm not letting this happen again. I'm making a mental note. This guy, if if someone says he died again, I'm gonna know for sure. I put it in headlines. We talked about it. He's 99 years old. The guy's dead. Come on down. Bob Barker and his legendary catchphrase were steady guests in American living rooms across multiple generations, from the old to the young. Barker was a television staple, hosting The Price is Right for 35 years. Here is the first item up for bids. He began his career in radio and shot to TV stardom as host of Truth or Consequences in 1956. Bob Barker, sing goodbye. I hope all your consequences are happy. He's married. He was only married once. I think he had a girlfriend in the later years, but his wife died however many years ago. She was the one who was uh, an animal rights activist. That was the reason that oh, he would her? say, yeah, that he would say, uh, have your pets spayed or neutered as like a tribute. Yeah, he, was a big, right, yeah. he was a big animal rights activist, mm-hmm. too. If you ever watched, what was that show called? Whale Wars? where they went after those Japanese whaling ships. Oh, yeah. There was a mm. uh, part of that show where they needed a new boat. And so someone said, why don't we go to Bob Barker? And I was like, huh? And they go to Bob Barker and tell him, like, hey, we're trying to raise some money, and you know, we're trying to get animal rights people together and see if we can you know, crowdfund this thing. Right. He's like, well, how much is the boat? And they're like, well, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is probably like a million dollars. And he's like, well, I'll just buy it for you. So he bought them the boat, wrote a check, and they called the boat the Bob Barker. And then they That's wrecked cool. the damn oh, thing. Oh, I do remember that. It was called the Bob Barker. Yeah. That's right. And then they wrecked the boat. I was like, you guys. But I wonder what ever happened to that show. I wonder if they're still out there fighting whalers in the open water. You don't hear about that in the news much. Seemed like Australians really, really didn't like the Japanese going after the whales out there. They really let them have it publicly. I didn't, never knew that was a thing until they did that show. Mm-hmm. But did you guys watch it? <laughs> I watched some of it. I yeah. mean, it was like a um, a Greenpeace version of the fishing show. Yeah, Deadliest mm-hmm. Catch. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're like, interested okay, for a little it. bit. And you're like, wow, what's happening here? And I'm like, okay, yeah. uh, you know, you can't get any better than Bob Barker buying them a boat and calling That's it Bob yeah. Barker. And so I think it's good. all downhill from here. France has a problem, and that problem is wine. They have too much of it. Mm. People aren't drinking enough wine, and France makes a lot of wine. Now, what they could do is they could, you know flood the market with wine and just bring the prices down and try and get rid of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like overstock. But mm, sure, supply and demand. Then they would lose money because sure. you know they don't want the price of wine to come down. So what do you do? You destroy the wine. You have to destroy the wine. So they're going to destroy. Oh, stop it. I'm serious. They're going to destroy it. They said how many? I think they say here how many Olympic-sized swimming pools the amount of wine would fill. France has too much wine. World wine. Wine consumption. Surprisingly. Down, even the French are drinking less. If they just flooded the market with surplus prices and profits, would collapse. So France is going to spend about two hundred million dollars 
destroying enough wine to fill 100 Olympic-sized swimming pools. 100 Olympic-sized swimming pools. The wine's then going to be distilled into pure alcohol that can be used to make perfumes and and cleaning products. There you go. It's not going totally the waste. They're going to make some perfume and some pure alcohol. Because in my head, I was like, just give give that all to homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. All that wine. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll drink wine. Of course. You say wine sales are down. Maybe it's not super popular right now. Excuse me? (laughs) What is that about? I drink drink mouthwash. Well, sure, but that doesn't mean that, like, you know... People who are sorry, finding themselves temporarily dis- unhoused just sit around that's drinking unhoused. mouthwash. Mm. Oh, the next time you see someone uh, asking for a little bit of help in the parking lot of the gas I hope you buy them, them some, some wine. I help. Give them some scope. I, I don't get them some scope. Get <laughs> them some. Get them some wine. You owe some it to them this, now. Huh, Sean? After that, <laughs> I've drank a mouthwash before. Um, it didn't. I don't. It didn't get me drunk. It made oh. me feel sick, but I don't know if I was well, drinking the right kind drink, of stuff or I mean, what. Yeah, but I mean, said it had alcohol in it, but man, it tasted so bad. Forty percent alcohol. I know, and it tasted bad. <clears> and blistering. I, I thought when I was in the navy, it would do it. You know, you'd be out on that ship forever, man. You can't bring booze on it, but guys would bring blistering. Yeah, and just scope, pour like a, you shot in there and mix it with something and try then just slam it. Like it's not great, but. And as long as it doesn't have alcohol free, it should have alcohol. Yeah, I just I tried it and I got sick. And it's possible that I was getting a buzz, but I was also getting so sick from the mouthwash that I just couldn't feel it. But I was like, all right, I don't think this works. I was very excited when I learned about it. I learned that, you know, quote unquote alcoholics sometimes would resort to drinking mouthwash. And I was like, well, I'm not old enough to buy booze, so I'll just drink mouthwash. This is great. You don't have to be 21 to buy Listerine. So, yeah, we tried it. And, you know, it's kind of like it smoking works. banana peels. No, 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 no. Uh, Listerine, well, like somebody just said, is, is, I think it's 44 proof. Yeah, I'm not saying that it won't get you drunk. It'll it get should. You drunk. It probably just made me sick. We also tried the, and this I don't think you should ever do because I believe it will kill you, could kill you, but the pouring isopropyl alcohol through loaves of bread. Oh, through, yeah, and then eat the bread. You ever learned that one no, before? I've never heard that. Pour the alcohol through bread. You know, something an older kid told me. No, like, oh, I'll just go get some bread. isopropyl. I was like, I, my brother said you're not supposed to drink that. He's like, oh, I'll just pour it through some bread. I was like, pour and then put some, some ice cream on it, so, strawberries. Yeah, it's not, it's not mm. it's, never heard that. It's not very good. You're better off going to yeah, the you gas put ice cream and strawberries on it, then you're good. Yeah, better off asking an adult like to go buy a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. By the way, I, I definitely think it's deadly. All right, we have to take a break. Uh, we'll come back and finish Doom's going here in just a minute. I got to tell you about this uh, stupid mass shooting, and I've also got to tell you about the the baseball thing. I, th- I think you might be kind of excited thing. about this. Yeah, the way they're changing how fans get into baseball games. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right, what's going on, Ken? All right. Well, uh, Bob Barker. Oh, no, we already talked about Bob yeah. Barker. The coach of Spain. We talked about the coach of Spain, too. What were we going to talk about? Oh, there's a baseball? storm. We're going to talk about baseball and this storm in Florida that's becoming a hurricane, and it's, oh, Lazo, it looks like it's headed for our retirement home. That's I, your retirement home. I don't have one there anymore. It's a duplex. <laughs> it is a duplex. There you are never two asked families your girlfriend if there. I could live next door to you for free. I don't need to. It's being bequeathed to me. <laughs> it's a duplex. So I can live there for free? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean we're going to have to pay something, you well, know, I mean, property utilities taxes and, everything, and yeah. utilities and that sort of thing. But, but I, no think it should, I think it should be paid for. Yeah. yeah. Not, I'm not expecting to pay anything <laughs> for it other than, yeah, just, you know, your daily living expenses. Nice. Um, which I think when that, you huh? get older, the government hopefully just gives you that money to I think they give you, like, you know, Social Security or something. Yeah. I I did take Social Security, though, when I, from the time I was, like, 14 well, to I'll get 17. Social Security. Plus, so I have more my 401k than you, so I'll kick you meals or something. I've been really yeah. pumping the 401k, though. If I've been I, uh, it up. you know, if I order uh, DoorDash or whatever, I'll just get three meals. Oh, and that, okay, knock at the door. That'll be my rent And we're like, you. hey, Lazo ordered something. Yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> I like it. Well, anyway, I'm worried now because... Our house just got hit, you know, last year by that storm. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we were okay. I mean, the pool flooded and everything. I had to get that sure. cleaned up. But, uh, you know, stuff around it got destroyed. We just I can't got lucky. wait to not move there and rent out my half. <laughs> now there's so funny. another storm headed this way. Yeah, somebody moves and we're like, who's that? I was like, Lazo's got some tenant living there. <laughs> but we're going to see those impacts within the next 48 hours. We're looking at really heavy rainfall up to 10 inches in some spots, life-threatening storm surge, and some really gusty winds. Let's talk about the track because now a strong tropical storm, but later on today it's going to merge into the Gulf. That's really conducive oh to strengthening. So we're going to see it intensify to a Cat 1 storm. And then cat by tomorrow one. up to a Category 2 storm, we're expecting landfall early Wednesday morning. That could be a Cat 2, Cat 3 storm. Cat 3. We're at Cat 3 now. Along the west coast three of Florida. Cats. Then it's going to move across Nothing. the state. I don't know, man. Cat 3 sounds pretty bad. Nah. Kid stuff. All right. Well, they said it's it's strengthening and it's probably going to turn into a hurricane and it's got some name. I don't remember. Uh, something stupid. Uh, Idela. I don't remember. So anyway, baseball games. The problem with not just baseball games, football games, sporting events, concerts, too, is that now most people, just about everybody, uh, gets their tickets digitally. They get them on their phone, right? Some people still print them out. Maybe your parents or something will print out a pair of tickets. But for the most part, you get it on your phone, and then it's in your wallet uh, on your phone, or you just take a screenshot. They even the movies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything's moving to this. The problem at sporting events is, you know, they got to patch you down to make sure you don't have bombs and all that stuff. Then you got to get... Up to the ticket person. Well, after you've handed someone your phone to go through security, because you got to walk through that metal detector, so now you've handed all that stuff over. So inevitably, you have to grab your stuff and then right, unlock your phone right. again, find the damn ticket, and it just stalls. So baseball has come up with quite a system. Lazo, I saw video of this, and I mean, it is, I guess it's sort of scary. People in the past definitely would have thought it's scary. I tend to not be too frightened about security issues. You know, school of fish, I've always said, what do they want from me? But they're using facial recognition, and this is what you can do. With certain teams, Lazo, you can get on the MLB app, you take a picture. It's just like when your phone, you know, recognizes your face so that you can get facial recognition going, just scans it in, takes a picture of your face, boom, it puts it in the app. When you walk up to the gate, so and it knows you have a ticket, right? Yeah. When you walk up to the gate, there are these plastic poles, okay, and as you get close, they just go, boom, 
and they light up green because nice. they saw you. They know that you're in the system. They know you have a ticket, and you're good to go. Just walk on in. If it goes red, then they're like, hey, who the hell are you? Maybe the facial recognition didn't work, or maybe you didn't upload it. But if you do it, and I, I watch them using it, it, it looks no, like it okay, works, so and it's fast. Do you have to do it? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know when you like put You have to do it for everybody who has time? a ticket. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, if I take the boys, does it just know that I have three tickets and you're all good? Or Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. They didn't talk about that. I would assume Because if I go in my wallet, I have to show them all three exactly. tickets. One, two, three. Exactly. It gives me three. But they if they had the facial recognition and said, this is good for three entrants right now, it doesn't matter who you I'd do it in a heartbeat. I also think they might have said that, you have to be, that it's not for kids. Right off the bat. Baseball fans finding themselves in a game of hardball while just trying to get into the stadium, fidgeting with phones, or even worse, paper. paper. But no more. Your face, not your only ticket into the ballpark. Major League Baseball rolling out go-ahead entry, which allows fans 18 and older 18 to and upload older. a photo and register on the MLB ballpark app. All set. Once tickets are also uploaded, go-ahead technology at the gate will recognize those opted-in fans letting them simply just walk in. So when they say 18 or older, I wonder if that means your kids have the tickets, you've got three tickets. When they see you walking in with two kids and you go green, I'll bet they just say, yeah. yeah. He's, he's uploaded. They can't upload the kids' faces. Right. But he's got three, so that's three. There you go. Just No different, really, than going up there and just swiping the tickets. I'm like, all right, they kind of yeah. take a look to see how many people. They don't make each person I'm with at Chiefs game put no. their phone out. I always have it in my phone. Yeah. I'm responsible for that, and I make sure that everybody gets in. This is pretty cool, the idea that you – I mean, it is very futuristic, too. I know everything happens slowly, so we know about facial recognition because of phones, and then it's been used other places. We hear about it being used for security by police. It's used in China, we hear a lot, right, Um, to keep an eye on Mm -hmm. who's going where. So we know the technology exists, but watching it and just trying to take a step back and go, okay, just you know, think back 10 years ago. If you saw people just walking into a stadium, bing, by their face. And it's just lighting up green as they walk in. And you're like, well, wait, how'd they get in? And it's it just, cool. And you just said, oh, it recognizes them. Well, how does it know this they have a sound ticket? horrible. And I apologize in advance, Kansas City. But it really would help it, like, at least when I was there, maybe not so much now, but like at a Padres game or a Cardinals game or a Yankees game. You know, the Royals game... The line's usually not that long. Right, I'm being true. honest. Yeah, like, you know no, what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, and you ain't go a lot in. of people working there. Yeah. It's a, I mean, ever since they upgraded the stadium, I feel like they also added a lot more employees. And yeah, it's pretty easy to get in and out of the cave. Yeah, I mean, there is that where you give them the phone and then you have to do it back. I always yeah. wonder why they don't do that the other way around. How so? Just check to see my ticket first. Oh, and then, and then, you then go do the security. scan. Like, yeah. that would be, then, so you check my ticket, boom, he's got a ticket. Now put all your stuff in the thing and then go through. Like yeah. It feels like they did it backwards. Yeah, I agree because they take your phone away and you got to go through that thing. And But I, I'm thinking like if they're doing this in baseball, they're going to do it other places. And getting into Arrowhead is is quite a quite an ordeal, right. You know, especially depending on what time you want to get into the game. And those main corner entrances are packed with people. Now, you know, I'm lucky enough to have those uh, – Club tickets, so we get to go on the side there, mm. which is you know nice. But uh, I don't pay for those, you know. It's, uh, the same suite you went to see Billy Joel in. Look um, at this guy over here. No, I gotta tell you, the suite for Billy Joel was pretty awesome. I bet it was pretty awesome. I mean, just a felt like life. a big shot. No, I, well, know, the people around felt me felt like a big shot. I felt like a big. You shot. You had to be a big shot. Yep. You did you? Yep, I did. Um, I I I was 
easily the least successful person in that room. And that's when you know you're in a cool spot, when you're like, these people are all way more successful than me. Right. I mean, that's, you, that's usually the case. I know. I was going to say, for I me, know. too. Like, I mean, usually look around. The case. Right. But I'm just saying, like, in that instance, you're like, I definitely don't belong here. It's like being in the owner's suite for, the, for, the, uh, for Sporting KC. You know, same thing. You're just like, whoa. I know I don't belong here. I know the people around must think these, these people don't belong here. And I also always think that they, are, they must be thinking, oh, look at them. They're having so much fun. They think this is so special. I do this all the time because I'm the owner or I'm the right. manager or whatever. I sit in these suites all the time. You can tell the people who are giddy, you know, even though you're trying right. not to be. You're trying to be like, hey, what's up? Right, Sorry, so it took me a minute. They were parking my right, Lambo yeah, out a, there. And I didn't want to scratch it. Did yeah. You? Yeah. Uh, Did so, you have cocaine up your nose? I don't remember no, that line exactly, no, isn't there? Uh, a spoon I, I up your yeah, nose? A spoon up your nose. A spoon up your nose. Spoon up your nose. Um, anyway, I think the facial recognition thing is cool. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that are like, no, this is a huge privacy concern. Why does the MLB need my facial well, you recognition? you don't have to. You don't have to do it. That's exactly. another thing. Like, all that so, stuff you don't have to do, right? Yeah. We were talking about neighbors at the beginning of the show and, you know, neighbors that you like and neighbors that you don't like. This seems like bad neighbors. I don't know if you saw the story in Florida. This is in an apartment complex. This guy, um, you now he lives with his family, and there's a guy who lives below him in the, in the apartment below him. And the guy below him apparently complains all the time about noise. So anyway, one day he notices that his kid is getting sick, like nauseous. And he's also starting to, like, smell things in the apartment. Hmm. And he's like, you know, people aren't feeling good. My kid is getting sick. There's, like, weird smells in here. I need to have, like, a handyman or something come up here and check it out. Make sure that the, the water heater is good, the furnace. So even, I think, it replaces the water heater, all that. The things that you normally think could be going wrong when, you know, someone gets carbon monoxide poisoning or whatever. Well, that doesn't seem to fix the problem. So he gets suspicious and thinks, I bet somebody's messing with me. So he gets a security camera and sticks it right outside his door. He hides it right outside his apartment door. And what does he see? He sees, I've never seen this before, his neighbor from downstairs, have you seen this snow cone? Yeah, I saw it. Walking up the steps and he pulls out a syringe. It's one of those like plastic syringes that you'd get after you have your wisdom teeth pulled, you know, with the, with the plastic mm-hmm. tip on it. And it's filled with something and he's taking that syringe, putting it under the door jam and squeezing something into the apartment, I guess because he was mad about the noises. Cops get involved. They uh, try and figure out what the substance is. They figure out what it is. It's like a mix of opioids and different medicines. What? Yeah. And Wait, this, you're, you're, why? I have no idea. I don't, why would I, you I take never, the opioids? No like, kidding. That just seems like a waste I know. of... I thought for sure they were going to say it was fentanyl, right? Like he was spraying fentanyl under there. And then they said... That it was these things like hydrocodone and whatever. And I was I, like, why, how does that make you sick? And why would you be wasting that by injecting that under someone's door? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think maybe it was just because they were feeling sick. Maybe it had a chemical-y smell because it was in liquid form and he kept pumping yeah, it, it under the door. Yeah, it had a chemical smell. It but was... it couldn't be that much. I mean, well, you said it was a syringe. Who, like, I don't know. It's one of those, you know, like kind of big plastic yeah, but syringes. That's a, so it's like a lube bottle, basically. And he's squeezing under the door. Who knows how often he's doing this? Because it took him apparently almost no time to catch this guy coming up the stairs doing this. Tonight, a Florida man allegedly caught red-handed injecting a chemical agent inside of his neighbor's house. I wish no one else has to go through what we went through. That neighbor, Umar Abdullah, telling NBC's Tampa affiliate, WFLA, he realized something was wrong when his 10-month-old baby started vomiting. Around the same time, he began smelling an unusual scent around his apartment. I actually double-checked. I started sniffing that place like a dog. Abdullah says he called the fire department. He changed his water heater, but nothing was working. Then he said he thought about his downstairs neighbor, Shuming Ling, 
who had been complaining to him about noises from upstairs for months. So Abdullah installed a hidden camera in a plant outside his front door, and what he saw terrified him. Yeah, I mean, it's really creepy and ominous seeing this guy because you're thinking, what could he be injecting, right? right? It's this syringe. Whatever it is, he's obviously doing it because he's trying to mess with you somehow. So, I mean... Best case scenario, it's like sulfur stink bomb stuff, and you're just trying to. Be, yeah, be kind I of had like a no picture, idea that you could sick. just pour liquid opioids on the ground and people would get high off of it. Never heard of such a thing, and I wonder what all was in. Like this you just concoction. put it in your kitchen in a glass, like potpourri and walk around and be high on opioids all the time i've never heard of this they said that when the cops did the toxicology reports on the substance that they found two strong opioids it was methadone and hydrocodone and i'm with you i thought well why did that make them sick it's on the floor right, right he's injecting on the floor was it it's not like it was turning into a gas and even if it did yes I've a never, baby shouldn't like take it but that that worked people would be doing drugs that way just like it, injecting it into the air or something, but I mean, yeah, or even putting it in a bowl and just yeah. leaving it in their kitchens. Everybody sit right. around and get high instead like, of taking one pill each, yeah. right? Like, like a diffuser, yeah. just put it in a diffuser and right, blow that but air. In I don't like know if it was room. actually making them high or just making them sick. What made her sick because right. she's little, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if anyone felt any type of effects right. like they'd taken an opiate or an opioid. It's totally bizarre. The guy obviously has been evicted from the. Uh, complex and he's been arrested i saw his mug shop but such a strange thing i mean look i've lived in apartments i've had noisy neighbors it's annoying and it, i mean it can be really frustrating i had neighbors below me that would play really loud like mariachi music at full blast at like 7 a.m on a saturday and right I'm like, dude come on it's saturday and it's so early and my way to try and get back was i would take my floor speakers tilt them yeah. down and put them on the floor and then just crank up the killers as loud as i could or something and try and let them know, like, hey, you're being loud. We can be loud, too. But I never... They didn't care. They didn't care. They're already loud. loud. Right, they're already loud. And on top of that, I never thought, I'm going to go down there and start fighting with these people. No no way. I have to live there. I don't know how long mm. they're going to live here. And, you know, if, if I can't somewhat get along with these people, then my home becomes a nightmare. So, yeah, right. it's annoying. But And I, I do understand why some people do decide to fight with their neighbors, because it's just too much. But I, yeah, I've always been like, just man, just hope that you either get out of here before they do or they get out of here pretty soon. Which, in my case, the neighbors did get kicked out because I guess they weren't paying their rent. But, I, yeah, this whole story, using a syringe um, of methadone. I had no idea you could do it. Where was he getting it? Like, where was he getting this? They just had so much. He had so much. You can just put it in a syringe and squeeze it into a thing. Like, just waste it. You know, squeeze it under a door. It just seems so, so odd. And again, so I go odd. back to I had no idea you could get high that with it that way. Right. I didn't either. It, I'm, I'm very curious what the effects were. In I more mean, it detail. certainly has some sort of effect. Yeah, it was right. Making so, the kids I mean, sick. for some people, would get high. I guess. Yeah, right. It seems that way. I'm not really sure. Florida is doing something that I think is a total bummer. I think it is the opposite of liberty and freedom. I think it sucks. I think a lot of things that we make kids do or don't allow kids to do sucks. You know, I've never really liked school uniforms, but I understand that it prevents kids from getting bullied sure. and all that. There's just certain things, though. I, I want kids to have certain freedoms. I know they can't have sure. all of them, but one of them is, you know, you can't drive a car when you're a kid, obviously. So you have to wait till you're 16. But there are things you can drive, like go-karts and golf carts. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. You're eight, yeah, you're eight years old, 10 years old. You get to drive this thing with a motor. It's fun. Florida is now saying they're going to raise the age restriction to drive a golf cart 
for only licensed drivers. You will not be allowed to drive a golf cart unless you're a licensed driver. I guess because kids have been messing around on golf carts and the adults think it looks very dangerous. Well, yeah, they're having fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, they're not probably doing it most of the time to play golf. Sometimes they are, I'm sure. But when I, I used to play golf a lot when I was a kid, we, in order to rent the golf cart from a golf place, you needed a license. Yeah, I could see that to get one at a at a golf place. These these could belong to their parents. I don't know. Oh, I so see. Saying, they're saying anybody who wants to drive Because you had to show one. it, and we thought it was great when because the guy behind there wouldn't know you could get a moped license. So when yeah. you were 14, so you'd give him the moped oh, you license. Him that one? And he'd be like, okay, that, that's how I remember it. So we're like, oh, man, we can drive the Maybe he'll know, and then he didn't know, and we give it to him every time. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, kids should be allowed to drive golf carts. It's fun. Really appreciate it if they brought it up to the age where they are completely legal to drive a golf cart as well as a car. I see a lot of 14-year-olds operating golf carts with three or four of their friends in those golf carts. And I, I got to tell you, I can't think of a more dangerous situation than that. You can't, can't think of a, a more dangerous situation. Like going to school? Right. Getting shot at at the mm-hmm. movie theater. I can't think of anything more dangerous car. than three 14-year-olds in a golf cart. Right. Going 15 Well, I'm not saying hour. it's you know completely safe. It feels to me like there could be more dangerous situations. Absolutely. That might be hyperbolic, there, sir. There, there could be safer situations, <laughs> right. obviously. But you know what? There are risks in life, and that's what makes a lot of things fun, fun. is that they're slightly risky. So I'm taking a stand. I don't take a stand often enough, but let the, kid, let the kids drive golf Write a letter. I'm going to start some sort of lobbying group. I mean, that's what people do, right? Yeah. Uh, start a petition on, uh, what's that? Petition.com. Change.org. Change. Yeah, change. Yeah, change. Trump, Trump.org. No, like change.org. Do change. it. Change.org. You can start it right now. Yeah. Adults. Let adults for... Adults for letting kids drive go-karts. That's it. No, it's golf carts, man. Golf carts, I mean. Adults for letting kids drive golf carts. And they can drive go-karts, too. But that's not the mm. issue here. They're, they're cracking down on the golf carts. So let kids drive golf carts. Oh, we can workshop this name. Someone on Twitch can yeah. help us out. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what are we doing? We are talking about America's favorite role model. America's favorite positive person. Uncle Watsy. Well, it's gotta be me, right? Yeah, um, but uh, the other one. I guess it's. I guess it's a tie. So not the favorite. The the, the second favorite. Well, th- he's more positive at all times than Lotzi. His whole life. Is I'm not saying Lazo isn't positive. I'm saying this guy's only ever positive. Nothing cynical allowed. No criticizing You've never met people. More optimistic than Uncle Lotzi. I understand, I agree but Uncle Lotzi will also let you know when he thinks something sucks or well, somebody sucks. They'll let you know. I and think, I appreciate that. I look for the good and everything. I think anything sucks. I appreciate that about I've never him. heard the guy say that sucks. Okay, well, then the second most. How's okay, that? Thank Fine. you. The second most positive role model in America. Okay. Uh, and I guess the second, the second richest after Laszlo. No, he's Mr. Positivity. The guy is always positive. Denzel. N- no. Denzel's a revenge killer. Jared Come from on. Subway. <laughs> no, it's definitely not Jerry from no. Subway. It's Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey oh, the homophobe. is in the news because he's so pissed off. So he was on a fishing trip, taking a vacation on a fishing trip. He's like 67 years old now, still killing it right. He hosts a bunch of stuff. He wrote that book. What was it called? Like, talk Like a Woman, Act Like a Man, or Act Like a Woman, Talk Like a Man, something. Whatever his right. book was called. Don't we all gay, read it. Probably. We all read it. Yeah, we, we read the book. Anyway, uh, he has a Twitter account. He has a lot of followers on his Twitter account, or X account. And he apparently has a, an employee, a staff member, who 
tweets. For, it's not clear if he does all of his tweets or if he does some of them, but he has access to his Twitter and tries to send stuff out to keep people engaged. Now, this would make sense if Steve Harvey's on a fishing trip, he's on vacation, maybe he doesn't want to mess with social media. Yeah. You know, this is some time off, so this would be the perfect time for that staffer to say something on Twitter, right? Well, the person tweeted, and they said they were trying to get engagement, according to Steve Harvey. They tweeted from Steve Harvey. It just says, a comedian you don't find funny at all. Got a million views. Mm -hmm. And so people started naming comedians that they don't find funny at all. And Steve Harvey was pissed. As a matter of fact, the quote is he was so pissed off. Why? Because Steve Harvey would never say something like that on Twitter. He would never ask for people to criticize someone Mm, in their career. He's all about being positive and motivational. And this staffer should know better. Now, he makes it sound like in this video that he posted, he had to take a break from his vacation. Still got his fishing hat on and everything, but he had to post this video. It sounds like he fired this staffer, but it's not totally clear. The media has reached out to Steve Harvey's team to say, hey, did this guy or gal get fired? Um but they haven't gotten a response. Now, a lot of people on Twitter have been tweeting at Steve Harvey, please don't fire this kid or this person. You know, hold him accountable, but then let it be a teachable moment, especially yeah. if he hasn't done anything else wrong. You know, we feel bad if you fire him over something like this. Here's Somebody Steve. works for me on my Twitter, put a statement out that was totally negative. I got to take responsibility for it because they work for me. But the engagement was talking about name a comedian you don't think is funny. Why would I do something like that? My whole brand is to be motivational. You don't know where these young people at in their career, man. They could be coming up with anything. I'm all about positivity. <laughs> I would have never done nothing like that. My bad, y'all. I'm sorry. Won't happen again, though. Won't happen yeah. again. And there was, I mean, there was more to it than that. But, you know, like I said, you heard him say that, yes, he works for me, so I take responsibility for it. But he said, you know, why would I say something like that? It don't even make no damn sense. And he said that the employee said, look, I was trying to get engagement. And he's like, well, you should be trying to get employment. So, oh, boy, sounds like, I, you know, Steve Harvey does seem like the kind of guy that if he worked for him and he got upset, it would be, it would be bad. You know, I could see him being. Yeah, he's always so nice, though. I know, but that's the thing that scares me. I feel like behind the scenes, when anyone that tries to be that nice. Like Ellen, you're saying he's like Ellen? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and look, he's very successful, and you don't get to where he is, because let's no. be honest, he's not that funny, okay? But he's very, no. he's funny he's enough. Likeable. He's likable. He's likable. He's wor- not funny. He's not funny, but he's worked his ass off. It sounds like if you, you know, if he's telling the truth, and I believe him, he's worked his ass off his entire life to try and get to where he is. And, and it sounds like he's the kind of person who gives it 100% to try and be successful, right? Mm-hmm. There's no laying around, oh, yeah. feeling sorry for yourself, thinking, well, it can never happen to me. He doesn't have There's that kind of He's got to be a go-go. He's 67. Exactly. He's still working. And when you're that kind of go-go. You don't need that money. Nope, not at all. He could be fishing all the time. You know, yep. he, That's the kind of thing that we talk about. There's it's something like, inside him that motivates them that I don't have. Like Tom like Brady. To yeah. 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 You know, and that you want to be good at it. it. You want to you show that you can still do it, that you still right. got it and still be successful. And, and then and, actors, you know, Pacino and De Niro, like, what are you still doing movies, man? Right. Like, you don't have to. It's right. like, no, we love it, and we want to be great at it. Yeah. You know? Because we would all get the big payday and be done. Yeah. That's it. 
Until we go broke, I might do a couple of them to make sure I could make sure (laughs) get some generational wealth. You get that big time money, I could see like this is a lot of money. I wouldn't be doing a lot though. They'd have to be like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" I'm like, "No." It'd have to be something like that is the coolest thing in the world. Scorsese calls, right? Or you know, something I'd have fun doing. If Scorsese calls, then you're like, you know, this project's going to take 12 months, and I'd be like, that would be cool, but 12 months. (laughs) (laughs) I look, I'll be there. I do the thing that Bruce Willis was doing at the end of his career. We have a contract that says you get me for one day, give me the lines, put them in my earpiece, and I'll recite. I may. I may do that too. I may do I'm that. Not around I may do that Adam day. Sandler Netflix deal. Like I may yes. do six movies, pay me a hundred million up front. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sitting around on the set all day waiting for you. Yeah. I, no. I'll I'll do it my way. I'm just rich. Use my likeness. Use AI. You can exactly. Make an AI bit but you guys get what I'm saying. That that kind of person with that kind of drive, whose brand is to be the friendly person, like Alan. There, I just kind of imagine that if he gets upset, and just listen to his tone on here, like, mm-hmm. why would I say that? I'm so pissed off. You know, he says he was trying to get engagement. Well, he should be trying to get employment. It's like, well, that's what he's saying publicly. So, what did he say to this guy behind the scenes? I think he sounds like a scary guy. He's not someone that I'd be like, that's who I want to go work for. I'll bet he's the nicest. It just sounds like a typical. I think they're called Alper postings, where you just you post a question. You're trying to get comments. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's that's a what the. Thing. That's what, and I get it. And this guy's job was to try and get engagement. Steve Harvey's got a lot of followers, so a tweet like that will get a lot of engagement. You know, something simple. You're asking a question, something that can be controversial. It's just like Ask Reddit. You're just trying to get comments. You just pop something up there. And- I wouldn't. Uh- you know, put it above that Harvey knew about it. Me neither. Well, That's the other thing. I mean, I don't know that, you know, obviously, but did, you know, some, did they just say, hey, let's do this, and then say we shouldn't do it? And then they know? people started making fun of his friends or whatever, and he was like, hey, this, this is bad. Or he just said, let's do this, and then I'm going to say I didn't do it. For, for attention? Yeah. Oh, like this is a big thing to get us talking well, now, about. Now, who's mentioned Steve Harvey in the last... Oh, man. I mean, oh, he's smart. He's good. He's good. Snow Cone, I could absolutely see that. I cannot. You got to think like he thinks. And like the people around him. It's not just him who knows how to be successful. He's surrounded by people who can help him be successful. When you're right. talking about social media experts and everything else, why not have a scandal that's really scandalous? Right. There's it's, nothing it, controversial about that. There's nothing bad that, here. But he can come out and say... I would never do that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And then mark everybody's him. looking at it. Right. It's not like this is so controversial that the people pe- are going to be mad or look exactly. into it. It's just like, hey, you know, my whole brand is being positive. This is a negative tweet. I don't yep. like it. Like, no one cares. Nope. It's not like a month or a year from now. And he's going to be like, I just don't like him anymore after that thing he said on right. Twitter. No, no one cares. No way. It's, it's, it's a harmless controversy. Yep. Look, I'm not saying that that's what happened here. Me I would say it's odd, possible. odds are it's not what happened, but I do think it's possible. And I think Snowcone really thinks it's not possible. Well, me being I, I optimistic. I think, yeah, no, he could do that for yeah. sure. Yeah. He certainly knows how to promote himself. Yes. He's been doing it for 67 years. Exactly. And people around him know how to do it. So it, it is odd. I mean, this is like the the most scandalous scandal right. I've ever seen. If you said Steve Harvey's going to you know, post a video on social media while he's on vacation because he's super angry about something that was said on his Twitter account... I would not think this well, was it. When you said it, I was like, what? Right. I mean, this is it. It just says, a comedian you don't find funny at all. That's it. That's all it said. Yeah. And he completely loses it over that. By the way, who is a comedian you don't find funny at all? Steve Harvey is one of them. Yeah. yeah. Sinbad. Oh, shut it. I don't like Sinbad. <laughs> You're just saying that to make me angry. I just think when I think Steve Harvey, I think Sinbad. They're like the same person. Oh, my God. I just don't like him. Neither one of them are funny. Oh, my God. Okay. That's ridiculous. What? 
That's ridiculous. Sinbad's one of the best. Okay, that's his old that specials part were is amazing, ridiculous. and I think he's still funny. I saw him like five years ago again. Yeah, South by, yeah. still funny. Yeah, no, oh yeah. Well, I got to take a picture with him there yeah. and meet his daughter. But I, I saw him at the casino like uh, mm. I don't mm. know two months before that. Yeah, no, nah. I've seen him like three times. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, okay. So you say you know what? It's it, it's, it's, it's comedy. It's right? just like uh, sexuality. It's all. Subjective. So, Snowco, name a comedian that you don't think is funny. I think it's pretty cliche, but I don't like. Um, oh, what's her name? It's got to be someone popular. Oh, uh, Amy. 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 Schumer. 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 That's I almost it. said polar. Mm. Amy Schumer. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, but the thing about her is, I think she's a good comedic actress in those movies. But I, t- I think she's like, we talked about this before. She's come up, and I know people don't like her. I thought Trainwreck was wild. I'm like, I watched yeah. that movie and cry laughing. I think she's good in that stuff. I can watch it again. Like, I can she, watch Trainwreck tonight and laugh. Okay, fine. I'm wrong. No, no, no. no, 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 no you're not wrong. I totally understand. Her stand up is I'm not in the minority. There I just think her stand up in movies, people, she's fine. Did she Trainwreck? Yeah. I don't think I have. I just think it's funny. Oh, She's good it. at that, and it makes me like her more. I did not like her. Did not like her show at all. I thought it was pretty stupid. And yeah, all the, the stuff stealing, that she was accused stealing of stealing was obvious. That, that's not coincidental. No, I mean that, that stuff was, was stolen line from line Patrice O'Neill. Like yeah, line for line, it's the exact same thing. You can't. That's not an accident. No. So yeah, I don't like that at all. But. George Lopez. I can't totally hate her. Yeah, but does anyone think he's funny? I guess well, at some sure. point they did. They must. Although have. I thought he was great in Blue Beetle. Uh, didn't see it. Is that the is that the new movie? That new ones. Out? Yeah, it came out. I think last. Oh, week, George maybe? Lopez. I'm thinking of the guy that. Isn't that uh, George Lopez? Carlos isn't it? I'm thinking of Carlos. Oh yeah, Mencia. no, I don't like him. Yeah, no one yeah. liked him. Uh, George Lopez, I like in movies. Yeah, I like. He was him. good in this movie. I think he's kind of endearing. I don't know that I've watched much of his stand up. I you used to say until this last special, I would have said John Mulaney. I want to like him. I like John Mulaney's funny. Dude. I like his style. I like the suit. I like the whole thing. But but I just never thought a stand up was that funny. You like Baby J though, didn't but you? But I liked yeah, the new good. special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, really the new special was really funny. Was him great. reading that stuff from the interview that he did yeah, when he was great. high, yeah. it cracked me up. I was like, okay, good. I've been wanting this guy to win me over. I was the same way. I wanted so, to like him, and that made me like. That him. was yeah. Now I yeah. now I'm a, a, maybe I just like him sober. Maybe that's what it is. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, I like him. There's I do anytime I see a new stand up special on Netflix. It's usually on Netflix now. I will turn it on. Someone I haven't seen. Yeah, you know, I I want to find it. finding a new stand up you think is funny is like finding oh, a new band that you like. I turn them on a lot of times and I turn them off with Of course. Them like, me yeah, too. Man. That's you got 90%. About 5 minutes to win me. And yeah, that's it's it. probably 95% of them, right? You're like, yeah. "All right, never mind." Yeah. But I still, you know, there's that hope that I'm going to find another Nate I mean, Bergatz. The first or time I saw Bo Burnham's what? Exactly. Yeah. It, it and I had no interest. Yeah. I had no interest. Snowcone made me watch it and then I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is hilarious and I will now watch everything that he does." It's nothing worse than one of your friends like, "Oh, you got to see the stand up and they force right. you to watch it. Right. So, yeah, I'm not going to be funny. But, but that's what I need. Like, I know people get, but I need that. Like, I want that uh, uh, observational comedy for sure. Yeah. It's got to include your life and it's got to be so over the line for me. Yeah, I like, like that. Like, it just too. can't be. Uh, you like Jezelnick for that reason. Love Jezelnick, right? Like, I like Jezelnick, but Louis, I like Louis C.K. much better. And oh, I think I love Louis C.K. is still really, and I really love funny. Louis C.K. His new specials are still funny. I think that's impressive because he's done, you know, Quite a few at this I mean, point. There's a couple of them close together. Yeah. He really is legendary. I mean, he he, and that's part of the thing and he too. Wrote though. Pootie Tang. 
Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Once someone wins you over, though, the, it's just like a comedic actor or a, a stand-up. It does, either way, once they've won you over, it's kind of like when you see them, you're ready to laugh. And unfortunately, yeah. with the new comedian, your brain isn't doing that. <laughs> yeah. Your brain is very skeptical of anybody new. And you're like, all right, shut up, idiot. This, right. this sucks. You do get skeptical when you watch a new comedy. Exactly. You know, like, you really, you no. kind of go right. into it like, I'm not going to like right. it. I love Sarah Silverman, but that last comedy thing she did was not funny exactly. at all. Exactly, that was all. bad. That it was, was really bad. bad. And it? I love her. Me I love too. her like, I'm like, she's super funny. I love I all her like shows, that. everything. Yeah. That last one, I was like, my God. I think she's funny just really? in conversations. I mean, I don't know. People loved it, but I didn't. The, I didn't it, think it was funny it was, at all. It was not I've very good. Her a lot. It was not very good. I mean, it was better than an Amy Schumer, Schumer. special, God. but not but not much. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.